Hello, everybody. It's my pleasure to be speaking to you today at Simmons and Simmons Digital Day 2022 about Europe's AI regulation, the investment and innovation challenge. And a big thank you from all of us for joining us today. I have been told before we go into more details, there should be a few notes on how you can get involved into this session and the housekeeping rules. So uh, let me quickly start on that. You will see a few tabs to the right of your screen. There is, uh, first of all, a Q&A. You can submit your questions for the speakers here. And I also have to say, if we can't get to them during this session, for sure, we will follow up with you after the event. And you will also see my contact details at the end of this uh, presentation to reach out directly. There's also a chat uh, function where you can have live chat amongst yourself. And um, language-wise, I will give this presentation in English, given the topic, but however, feel also free to reach out to me directly in German afterwards. So let's dive into the topic. And I'm very thankful and grateful that you're all here. Let me first uh, quickly give you a quick picture about myself. You can see it all on the slide. I'm the CEO and founder of Pamanico Health AG. We are a global advisory in life sciences and biotech at the intersection to AI, blockchain, and DT, disruptive technologies, where we also um, advise in private equity and venture capital, but also clinical studies and digital issues. I'm also a board member of the German AI Association and um, working for the OECD with a focus on AI and on several other topics. And before founding Pamanico Health, I have been working in global positions in Europe, in Asia, in Russia, and Switzerland, at, for example, the Allianz, at Freshfields, and Sherman, Sterling, and at others. And that gave me the opportunity to see the digital developments also, for example, in life sciences and biotech on a global scale and the different speed on the different continents with regard to that topic. As I've mentioned, German AI Association, German AI Association, also very briefly, this is Germany's biggest association um, for AI entrepreneurs startups and experts. And um, there's a special focus which we have and which will also will come during this topic because it's in general important for this topic, AI and artificial intelligence. We stand for a digital sovereignty in Europe and it's important for us to strengthen the AI ecosystem, which also refers um, to the whole tech ecosystem, but also from an investment side, from the startup side and from the policy side. And in general, openness and innovative strengths. That's the most important for us. As I said earlier, Palmanico Health, um, we cover the broad range, which gives me the big picture with regard to artificial intelligence in life sciences and biotech. And given my international career, and in particular over the recent years with the developments in life sciences and biotech, there was always one question which always triggered me and which triggered us at Pomanicor, which was the question, let's imagine a world where health and innovation is dominated by artificial intelligence more and more, but also, of course, other technologies like blockchain or data analytics. And I can tell you, we see it here every day in our business. We are not as far as you might think, and I'm, I'm sure many of you are aware of that. Because in general, AI but also with a special focus also on healthcare, on life sciences. Technology is changing every part of our lives. And I also want to emphasize it's not all negatively changing as we sometimes could get the impression in the media. And the life sciences and biotech industry is there no exemption because technologies like AI have a very revolutionary effect 
on the industry with also massive uh, effects from an investment perspective for investors. And this ranges, I will later come to that point, from clinical studies where we are involved with, but also like to the whole value chains like investments also in companies and so on. Having spoken about investments, we have seen a huge, let's kind of change on a global scale, but also on the European continent in particular. Europe is maturing and attracting investment capital in healthcare and continues to grow strongly, in particular in that area. And we have seen a breaking record in 2021 in particular. We have seen account growing by 49% and also disclosed value rising by 86%. And we all know, and I will specifically come also to, to the AI topic in a second, we have seen a huge increase in particular between 21 and now also towards 22, where we actually have to say we are just kind of at the beginning of 22. And um, we also see with a lot of funds that they are allocating a greater share of their capital with a special focus to healthcare, to life sciences, to biotech. And having said this, given that this is European perspective, I always see it in our daily business and I find it's very important to also raise these facts we have seen already in other markets or in other continents that this has been ongoing there already many years before. So, for example, if we look, for example, to China, because China, we all know, in particular when it comes to AI, is also at the forefront, like the US, for example. But we have, for example, seen already in China in 1988, for example, the so-called TORCH program, where the Ministry for Research and Technology specifically started to put money into high-tech zones and so-called high-tech zones, where a lot of capital was then actually invested and a lot went to, into R&D with regard to biotech, with regard to AI, robotic, and big data. And that made also, this also came together into made in China 2025 program, which made a huge push and where we can see a lot of uh, things ongoing on the market there in Asia. And compared to Europe, in Europe, if we look not many years, but in technology, uh, five years can be quite a long time. But if we look, for example, already in 2017, we have seen that 48% of the worldwide risk capital invested in AI, we have seen going to China and 38% into the US. Why I'm saying this, coming back to the European continent, there's room for improvement. And I can assure you, um, this has been recognized on a national level, on a European level, and I'm exchanging a lot also with authorities on that topic. There's a huge push, which we can see also from Brussels to actually improve that. Because Europe has recognized this is one of the reasons why Europe in some parts is lacking behind, that we see in other countries, in particular in US and China, that there is huge input also from state-backed high-tech and innovation strategies. There's a huge push to create startup-friendly ecosystems. And there is a lot of huge or huge amount of risk capital, in particular venture capital, which we see going into these innovative startups and companies, also government-backed and not just by private risk um, uh, capitals, you know. And that is the basis, actually, why we have seen a huge push, also in particular in life sciences and in biotech in the last years in, in these countries and also on these continents. We see, as I just said, Europe tries to speed up on that. And um, 
it's actually pretty doing pretty well, I have to say. And um, we see also certain changes on the European continent, which will affect this whole thing. I will come to that uh, later a bit. Um, one of these uh, issues is, for example, the topic all around the Brexit. But in general, we can see that, um, particularly in healthcare, there is a huge growth, growth, and it's a huge um, actually improvement when it comes to investment and also in setting up the respective systems and ecosystems where investors, innovation, and companies work together on new innovation, on new digital services, in particular all around artificial intelligence, just as one of the examples. However, uh, it is still, and we need to face the facts, and I'm also often asked this when, uh, when we talk here to investors who are interested to invest on the European continent. Europe is still, and we all know that, it's still lacking in certain points behind. And um, it's uh, quite interesting, just some days ago, so it's actually quite brand new, and you can see the source also on that slide, there was um, a kind of an index coming up which um, showed the digital dependence of Europe in particular also of Germany, I've highlighted Germany on that slide, which shows there is still, you know, a long way to go. And um, it needs the right framework for investments and also for the whole digital yeah, ecosystem to be also built up on the European continent. We see technology, in particular AI, is transforming already the life sciences landscape. We all know that we can see AI applications um, in many, many different areas. This ranges from clinical research, as I have mentioned earlier, other, but also diagnostics, up to care delivery, and so on and so on. You can see it also all, all on this slide. The crucial point for me is that AI, without any doubt, and I, I know there are some people out there which I have discussions with, which still are in doubt, but without any doubt, it will play a critical role in healthcare, everything around health, and also, for example, to give you one example, in the creation of precision medicine, because this is a very important topic. And Europe itself tries to put itself at the forefront of AI, and you see also from the European Commission, for example, specific, I will come to this also on a later slide, approaches where they want to really get forward and dive into this topic. To, get, to make it a bit more precise, you see here some uh, sample use cases of AI, in particular in life sciences and biotech. We see a huge push and a huge demand um, in clinical research. In particular, for example, to give you one example um, for AI-based uh, drug discovery platforms. But we also see in, in the area of diagnostics a huge push. What is very interesting, um, there have been recently in, um, in, in the recent times by approved some very, very interesting applications by the FDA. And um, to a certain extent, you could see this a little bit as a role model and to see, okay, this is possible, this is officially approved. So it's, it's, it's something really specific and concrete. We also see AI applications uh, getting in high demand for clinical decision support. And also, which some, um, which surprises me often in discussions, which was some people um, in underestimate in the supply chain management. So having said that, yes, we need on the one hand the investments and there is a lot of uh, willingness to invest in certain things, but we also need the, of course, the respective frameworks. And that is a bit of a challenge on the European continent and I will dive into this topic uh, now a bit, a little bit uh, more in detail on the next two slides. Because the message, what I want today that you take out of this presentation is there's innovation, there's a huge growth appetite in 
life sciences in biotech with regard to health in general. But on the other hand, of course, like on every continent, but there in Europe are particular challenges around policies, about regulation and about setting this framework up. And to understand these two sides, the pure medical part, the pure technical part, but also then the legislative policy part and what is ongoing, that is for me the crucial, crucial part if you want to become or make successful investments in this area. So um, we have seen that in general, there is an availability to high quality real world data. And that is very, very important. Real world data is one of the we all know AI without data is nothing. We don't need to start talking about AI if we don't have the appropriate data. And we see certain approaches in, in certain uh, countries, which I have listed also on the slide and which is very important to see. So uh, Germany is here also pushing a lot. Germany um, from the German government side, there's coming a lot and there's also a lot of willingness and openness to push forward here. We also see, for example, a lot of uh, ongoing stuff in Estonia. This is not the topic of, the present, of this presentation today, but we see, for example, also with blockchain that there's a lot of uh, ongoing there with regard to the entire healthcare system. And we see Denmark, where there are certain virtual platforms already where the whole topic of what is often a challenge, in particular in Germany, the whole topic around GDPR, we can't do that because there's the data protection or we have to be ultra sensitive, careful, and therefore certain things can't be developed as fast or exactly in that way. Here I want to emphasize, yes, data protection is very important, in particular in a sensitive area like healthcare, but or everything around health. But I always also want to emphasize, and that's why I also bring these examples up, there are countries for whom the GDPR also applies, but they still are in certain parts a bit ahead. And we can't use, in particular in, in Germany also often, the GDPR as kind of an excuse to hinder innovation. This is a bit of a harsh comment. And um, I saturated little, this a little bit in particular to, to provoke uh, certain innovation pushes. But that's what we always have to be aware. So coming to the legislative framework, which I, which I mentioned a bit earlier, the EU is here very active and this we all need to bear in mind. And um, I always hear also regulation. It's not a very popular topic. I fully understand that. But uh, to a certain point, sometimes it needs some kind of frameworks. And the EU, there's a lot ongoing. And I fully understand if certain people, also in particular from investor side, sometimes lose a bit the, the overview. That's what we often get as a feedback that they say, how does this now play into our clinical studies? How does this play into our biotech strategy? So we have on the one hand, the EU Regulation Act. This is for me one of the most important uh, topics which I can tell you at the moment and we will have a presentation after this one coming up where you, they will dive more into detail because this topic is so complex that you really need a special um, separate 20 minutes to dive into that topic. There are pushes on the European health data space. There's also a presentation about that today and we have just in the last days seen a new release, a new proposal, so there's a lot ongoing there. European Data Act, Digital Services Act. So you see a lot, a lot, a lot. So that means, and uh, that is actually one of the, the most important points. So any capital investment in the future innovation must balance, and this is very important, what I said earlier, this regulatory framework on the one hand, but also, and that is a challenge to cope it with this very interconnected, borderless ecosystem, which is highly regulated in particular when it, calls, uh, when it comes to health. 
And uh, we have here pointed out some points where you can see that it needs a systematic value framework to ensure that all these different pieces play together and, and come along with each other. So this covers regulatory, this is important for the funding aspect, but also for the commercialization. And the crucial points are, I raised some of these earlier when I said, okay, let's dive into precision medicine or, or so on. There we have many privacy laws, for example, which we see across, uh, the Europe, across Europe to prevent data actually also being, for example, abuse, which is always a quite a risk and, and a worry. But the important question is also, how do privacy laws actually impact the development and the commercialization when it comes to precision therapies? A very, very big market, and we see this also with a lot of big tech companies, um, big pharma companies, where this plays a crucial role. The funding point. So here, the question is also, how does this additional evidence and value demonstration costs? And this is a very important point because we all know if we are in life sciences biotech, we talk about costs in a quite high amount because clinical studies and so on, there is some kind of investment needed. How does this impact, for example, IRR calculations and investment expenses? A very important topic, which we actually approach with quite a lot on a daily basis here. And we also see, and this is what I touched earlier, and now I need to be rushed because I have been told to be really precise on the 20 minutes. We see, and this I also want to give you all with today to think about it, we have the Brexit in Europe and we already can see as industry experts that there is kind of, I don't want to say a separation, but we can see that the UK in particular when it comes to life sciences and biotech is really pushing forward. And we can see these implications also on the European continent. And this is really um, also then an important point for investors that you need to think through on the one hand through the national, but also transnational policies and strategies to maximize the investment volume on these different markets. And we also see, for example, there are different approaches already with regard to the GDPR. And also you have seen it maybe on an earlier slide when it comes to AI. You know, how shall the AI application, the use specifically set up in particular, and this is a very crucial point, which was just recently actually released also by Bloomberg, I think, when it comes to human oversight of AI. That would be also a topic for, for a separate uh, presentation. Coming to the end uh, of, of uh, the 20 minutes, um, I just uh, recently said, actually, it's very important that when we talk about digital, when we talk about AI, when we talk about innovation, innovation with regard to health, to life sciences and biotech, we can't think you're separate. We need to think it in the big picture. And we always have to be aware that the speed on the one hand in digital trans, uh, transformation with AI is already amazing. It's very fast and we all know that. But I also have to say what we see here in daily practice that in life sciences and biotech, the speed there is also picking up. And I can also say the investor approach to these specific industry areas is picking up tremendously. And in particular, in the last, I would say, two to three years. And having said that, and I think I have uh, just some more one minute to uh, left over. So feel free to raise questions. Um, the questions which can't be answered now during this presentation, more than happy to answer afterwards. And um, for me, 
actually is the crucial point that I hope you have now even more questions to a certain part than before, because that is the goal also here to raise more questions, to interact with this topic and to actually come up with things which might have not been in your mind before. So I thank you very much for joining the session. And uh, I have been told that I should also ask you to please rate by clicking it on, on the feedback icon, which uh, might be somewhere on your screen. The next session will start at 11.20. And it's about what I already announced about the forthcoming AI regulation, actually in different uh, continents on the EU, UK and the Middle East. So also very interesting. And um, I hope that uh, you enjoy the rest of this event and that you see these areas as important as me, because I always say it's kind of my digital DNA. And I hope for those who have it not been yet, that it now from now on will always be. And I'm very much looking forward to exchange with you further. Thank you very much.